1: Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast number 713. Uh, I'm performing in uh, Florida this weekend, Friday and Saturday, Orlando and Tampa, and then the next weekend in Sacramento and San Jose. It's part of the Fun Comfortable Tour. April Richardson's on the road with me. Go to funcomfortabletour.com for tickets and info on that business. What you got on the Nerdist Community Corkboard?
2: I got two things that are Nerdist Podcast Network related. First, Dave Ross is taking Terrified on the road. He will be touring all over California at the end of this month. And... And doing stand-up shows and live, terrified podcast recordings. You can find all his dates and info at DaveRoss.com and click and by clicking shows. And if you are in LA and have Friday afternoon free, that's this Friday, August seventh. Come to a taping of Chewing It uh, with Kevin and Steve, and that's Kevin Heffernan and Steve Lemmy from Super Troopers, Beer Fest, and all those all those good movies at Improv Olympic at one PM. Uh, they're going to be talking to George Went from Cheers. Oh, that's so I'm fantastic! So sure Matt's going to be so jealous.
0: Oh my god! And I
2: think it's free. I'm not entirely sure, but I'm. I think it might be free. And if it's not free, it's going to be cheap as shit. So just come. <laughs> just come. Just Thanks, call. bro. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a little
1: good yeah, you quirk me up. Uh, this podcast is Ed Helms number three, number three. a three peat of Ed Helms uh, promoting vacation, which is in theaters now. God damn it, I love Ed Helms. Me too. He's so fucking funny. he he destroyed on at midnight the Did other he? night uh, which yet. you should watch online if you can find it somewhere because he well now I've spoiled it that he won. but you know what? it's still worth the journey. <laughs> but he won in a way that no one has ever tried before in a for the win.
2: I'm so, you would just I'm have so intrigued. To, you would
1: just have to see it to understand what it was that he did. I'm so intrigued now. And I, and I didn't, uh, you know, the first answer I read and that leveled the place. And I thought, well, this one's going to win. And then I read the next one. And then it turned out to be Ed's. And then he won. And it was genius. So uh, vacation in theaters. Uh, and then also, I wonder if he'll, I'm sure he'll pop up on the Daily Show at some point, right?
2: Oh, I'm sure. It's the last We have the last Daily yeah. Show is on Thursday. I know. Tomorrow. Oh, my God.
1: So uh, anyway, uh, Ed Helms. And check uh, out
2: all his bluegrass music.
1: All the bluegrass music. It's some of my – we talk about it a little bit. I love bluegrass music. Me too. And uh, I also love the Nerdist podcast number 713 with Edward Helms. Katie, It's us roll it. It's to be cheap as shit.
2: <laughs> now entering Nerdist.com.
1: This again. This again? What is this, like three times now? Jesus Christ. What's happening? Uh, are we live? We're not technically live, we're recording. Sure, sure, sure. But no one's hearing it as we're doing it right now. Uh it's the The year is 1897. <laughs> it's Edward Helms and Christopherson Hodwicky. I should change my name to sound more American. <laughs> Some point, I should drop the nine vowels at the end of my name. <laughs> Just be Hardwick. I think 15 letters is too many to spell Hardwick, I'll tell you that much right now. Well, you never get through Ellis Island. <laughs> oh, I don't even know what that is anymore. Is that a new thing? Is that where they put that big bronze lady?
0: Can you name any presidents? Turn around back to Slovakia
1: with you. Oh, I can name them. They might not be their names, but I can give them names. <laughs> Pet names. Here's McKinley.
0: Be- Sideburns Hamilton.
1: Cheeks Taft. <laughs> Uh, guys, we have a band. <laughs> <laughs> our drummer is Cheeks Tacked. <laughs> <laughs> what are we waiting for? Our, our whole,
0: our, our our trumpet player, all of our horn section are, are, uh, are dead presidents. <laughs> Matter of fact, the dead presidents, an actual band, is our... Isn't that a band? No, the Dead Dead Kennedys. Kennedys. Dead Kennedys, forgive me. the Dead Kennedys. The Dead
1: Presidents was... What is that? Oh, that's a movie. The Dead Presidents... Well, Dead Presidents was a movie. The Dead Presidents was also the gang in um, the uh, uh, fucking uh, Keanu Reeves, Patrick Swayze... Point break. My Own Private Idaho. It was My Own Private Idaho. Uh, River Phoenix was... River Phoenix played... Uh, Andrew Jackson in right. my own private Idaho where Andrew Jackson was trying to establish his own country called Idaho yeah exactly <laughs> he just wanted to hang out uh-huh. there And I get those I get those movies
0: confused all the time
1: yeah my own private Idaho and, and Twin Point Falls Break. Idaho oh okay and Point Break <laughs> A lot of words get jumbled in my head. Uh, I often get uh, River Phoenix confused with the Nile River. Mm -hmm. Um, Yep. All the time. Yep. Ancient Egypt. Mm -hmm. But Ed, you're here to talk about why I was up until 2 in the morning on Ancestry.com. No, you're here to promote your movie. I was up until 2 in the morning on Ancestry.com. Doing for, – for personal reasons? Yes, I just – you know, my it's, dad – It's a rabbit hole. My dad's not alive anymore and so I realized – his birthday was Saturday and I realized I don't really know that much about my fi- – so I just casually went on to Ancestry. I'll, I'll do the trial for 14 days. Sure. Immediately sucked in and for five hours last night just building. It's amazing. Every
0: you, – you are – you have lots of Nazi – No ancestors. Not no. And slave owners. And and, and, they were Nazi slave owners. They were not. Wait a minute. What if they owned Nazis as slaves? And that would be okay? That would actually be cool. (laughs) That would actually be a that'd be a badge of honor. Um, It's uh, yeah, that's a rabbit hole. I, I I'm. I'm kind of a a mutt, and and when people ask, "What's your heritage?" Where and and I I don't really know, and I've I've gone on ancestry.com, um, and made a few connections, but uh, none more than uh, someone forwarded me a blog that's like a celebrity uh, ancestry yeah. blog, and I don't know if it's true, but this person had connected me way like. Centuries back to like uh, B- British and German dignitaries, and I can
1: see uh, that it's so, weird when you're a white person uh, and there are so many different things that you can pour into that vat. Yeah uh, did you Did you were able to verify any of this?
0: Um, of course not. <laughs> no, I have no. I don't know. I don't really know. My, my both my mom and my dad's side have been uh, in the Americas for hundreds of years. So it's a little hard to tell like back before that. Are you related to the Helms bakery at all? Not that I know of, but 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 definitely?
1: Right, 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 <laughs> right? right, right, right. I mean, at some point there has to be. Yeah. It all sort of weaves. I I found out uh, my great grandfather was a man named Rufus, when he was my age, he was in jail for grand larceny. And he went by the name Buzz Hardwick, which is the fucking greatest name I've ever heard. I just changed your name to that, Buzz. I, I, and I I notarized that. Yeah. I became a notary just to allow that to happen. <laughs> uh, so from now on,
0: Buzz Hardwick. Buzz yeah. Hardwick. That's that's you sound like either a quarterback or or a daredevil villain. Yeah,
2: <laughs>
0: or, <laughs> one of those one of those two. Or uh, or or like uh, Tom Cruise's rival in Top Gun. Yeah, yeah for, for it was people. it was between Iceman and, and, <laughs> and Buzz, Buzz Hardwick.
1: Hardwick. <laughs> Buzz Hardwick! Man. Hey, what's up, uh, Maverick? <laughs> <laughs> what, are, what are you guys? Uh, what are we flying these things?
0: I'm not I'm not real good. I'm gonna fly mine faster than yours. (laughs) So how do you compete with with a pilot on your own aircraft carrier? Like what what is (laughs) what are you you're just like competing to be cooler? I mean it's not a there's no finish line. You're not racing planes, are you? Yeah, we're racing planes for freedom. Oh right, right racing. Racing Uh, Who can who can get to the who can get to the Russian Mig faster, so they can have sex with Kelly McGillis? Ah, there you go, because that was uh, that was that was what was What's going on. To The on, dulcet man?
1: tones of Berlin. <laughs> yes,
0: yes. Oh, I love oh, that, that song. That
1: took my breath away. So good and a and a young Meg Ryan taught us how to laugh. I don't know if that's true. I mean, but she was Oh,
0: that's right. She She's Goose's, Goose's wife. Uh, wife. Oh, yeah. that was she was great in that. So so when Goose dies, spoiler alert. Oh, man.
1: Goose. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're a I'm
0: sorry. I knew everything
1: else about the movie oh, but that.
0: Oh, jeez.
1: I, I went to the bathroom just during that scene. I thought uh, I thought they got divorced. Yeah, like I thought, uh, no. you know, Maverick comes in to hug her. I was like, "Oh, it didn't work out." He's, you know, he went a wall. No,
0: no, no. Goose dies. So he, he went a wall from life. He, uh, he, he, he blows himself up uh, <laughs> by accident. It's a
1: in a firework. He pulls yeah. a firework on his head. Yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> what is it? He, oh, he, he tries to eject. Tries to eject, and he gets, then he, and he gets crushed by the spoiler. By the I knew the spoiler. Yeah, see, his head hits the can, the thing, and right. then. Um, and there's a whole investigation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom Skerritt's like very pissed. He's upset, but <laughs> you know the important thing is just the less attractive of the two people died. Right. Uh, Tom Cruise survived because he had a better jawline, and I think that's the most important. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the
0: most important thing to remember. Well, it's is it. It, I mean and it makes sense that a goose dies hitting a windshield is that <laughs> is that not no I did I not <laughs> How did this escape for so many <laughs> I just realized that
1: I, <laughs> I got that's him I got hardwick I got him Oh, that's the best, the best. oh my god <laughs> <laughs> It is. you know and it's only in this context where you could come out with something like you can't just walk with people in conversation. Hey, remember Top Gun? Remember when Goose did the thing? Goose in a windshield? Like you need we needed that much <laughs> runway, so to speak. Yeah, so we needed we needed more than an aircraft carrier's worth of runway to get to the goose joke. No, which
0: is, it never would have. Uh, it never would have emerged. That's a joke of for my a joke of The week, Ed.
1: Thanks. I mean, even if you can't uh, go around and tell everyone, you have to know. You need to feel good. about Yeah. That.
0: Yeah, and you're right, I can't bring it up later and be like, remember when,
1: <laughs> listen to this podcast, uh, uh, 9.30 to 10.42, and, uh, and then you're welcome.
0: <laughs> oh boy. All started with Buzz Hardwick.
1: <laughs> Everything started with Buzz
0: Hardwick. It did, it did.
1: He, he might be... The, the first nerdist. Was it? I don't know. He was a fucking hillbilly. Yeah. He was a gl- a grand larcenist. He
0: was a grand he had, larcenist. He, he had a, uh, a, a podcast Here's what called I The know. Grand <laughs> Larcenist.
1: <laughs> Which he stole yeah. from uh, someone else. He. Uh, the thing that I – first of all, in looking at the Ancestry stuff, it's fascinating because so many people, just because of mortality rates and I guess because of – Lack of birth control and let's be honest, unprotected sex is pretty rad. Um, Tons of kids. They just had ton- all of them. Yeah, all of my ancestors like five, six, seven kids, and then there's always a couple that didn't really make it. You yeah. know, like, they may may have lived from three to sixteen, and then were claimed by nature because the world was a hostile place back then. Yeah, if
0: if yeah, infant mortality it was was crazy. You look back in uh, like over the centuries and and it's come well like now it's surprising when when an infant dies but yeah. but it was back it was then it was just place. funny. Oh, you are going to say
1: it was comical. Back then, it was comical. <laughs> he was saying commonplace, and I anticipated the wrong direction. It was comical. Well, you, you,
0: it, it is to you, and that's that. That's a, <laughs> oh, no. that's a sad thing. No, that's a dark thing about you.
1: No, no, um, no, no. It's listen. They would have died by now anyway, right? Okay, okay. So it's far enough in the past. That it's, uh, that it's actually kind of funny.
0: Yeah. What was there? There's if you ever read Mark Twain's autobiography, there's this weirdly poignant section where he uh, he takes his uh, I believe it's an infant daughter for a carriage ride, and uh, he doesn't notice that her blanket falls off, and it's very cold out, and uh, they get home, and the infant gets very sick, and ultimately dies, and. He talks about this in his autobiography, which was published posthumously, and I don't think he had told anyone in his family that at the time. So he, by
1: today's standards, would have been absolutely arrested.
0: Yes, but I mean, it was also something that he took to his grave with great grief. I mean, parents, you know, make tragic mistakes and... And I don't know that – I don't know. Is that criminal negligence? I would. I have no idea. I mean, but now I think it would be because yeah.
1: we are – you know, we – I mean, it's I think we it's punish like every everyone for it's, everything. It's the, <laughs> it's the opposite of leaving a child in a hot car. Like you've left a child out you're right. in, the, in the cold. Yeah. Although he was with the – I don't know. It's horrible. It's and horrible. Then, uh, but, you're,
0: but it's actually – it's heartbreaking to read because it's something that has tortured him. Until the end, when yeah. this really magical
1: jumping frog comes in and saves <laughs> from Calaveras County. Yes, the frog uh, reaches into the afterlife and pulls her soul back <laughs> to the child. Oh boy! But the child is actually just a frog at <laughs> that point,
0: and his and his mouth is filled with buckshot. Yep, that's... <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> a buckshot's a thing everyone had back then. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea. I didn't know that about Twain. I think that's, that's uh, unless I'm like conflating. Biographies. I think that's in his autobiography, which is the one of the greatest reads ever. If you're remembering it correctly, <laughs> yes, yeah. Yes. Wait,
1: I remember either it. the best or the worst thing I've ever read. Yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure. Uh, yeah, and near the Twain shall meet.
0: Yeah, it's an oddly vulnerable, poignant thing from from such a uh, great, like, I master of irony. You don't hear.
1: Kind of uh, authenticity that well, a lot of comedy much. people. The tragedy waters run deep. Oh boy, you know. I mean, that I, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I don't know. You seem nervous. <laughs> Beads of sweat <laughs> forming on your forehead. Oh, no, these aren't tears
0: of, or sweating. There's <laughs> sweating no is, tragedy in my life. Sweating are basically fe- face tears. No, that la- laughter, laughter, water. Nothing but <laughs> that's what that is. <laughs> I have runny eyes. <laughs>
1: Oh, no, well, that sounds like a terrible medical condition. <laughs> no, it's delightful. No, listen. <laughs> yeah, it's after Goose's death, Meg Ryan's character becomes a stand-up comic. That's what <laughs> they don't show you in the follow-up movie. <laughs> I always wish they would do, like, I wish they would hop genres in sequels. Where they could just, like, take a character from one movie and then just completely make it, like, a madcap comedy or a horror movie or just, like, some other... That's a really-
0: cool... That is a cool idea. Or to take... Uh- yeah, just to, to 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 toss people into weird known characters into weird genres because like vacation is now a full blown slasher horror thriller, right? That is that, is, that's what you guys. But do That's with what it? it's always been, right? So we're not doing anything <laughs> new there. Um, uh,
1: gosh, yeah, I don't know. Could you do that? Could could you stick? Uh, I think I think the problem is that no one would be willing to risk the money to do that. But well,
0: gonna... hey, well. Here's the thing. I mean, if you go back, if you follow, say, Batman back Mm -hmm. to sort of like Adam West, give a very different Batman
1: than Christian Bale.
0: True, but (laughs) not not really like
1: a – you know, the closest thing that I've ever seen to it is Rob Zombie made House of a Thousand Corpses, which I was in, and then he made The Devil's Rejects, and Corpses was a horror movie, and Devil's Rejects was like a grindhouse movie. Like, he did – he did – Evolve like he did switch genres sort of but they're they were related enough but i mean like taking taking a uh... those
0: genres to me are like the difference between cheddar and sharp cheddar
1: yeah like i don't know i can't <laughs> <laughs> what is it the horror versus grindhouse like a grindhouse <laughs> like a grindhouse movie but uh didn't woody allen try to do that in melinda melinda wasn't that like one storyline is a comedy and the other storyline is a serious story about this character Oh It was not a great It was not a great movie Don't know Alright I don't know that Well your homework Okay Is to Do that Done yep. I'd like a, a Five page double space report On my desk by 9am mm, You got
0: it cool. um, But uh, Yeah Vacation is A, a slasher
1: horror <laughs> and We're We're real psyched <laughs> I remember you, you were talking about this The last time You were talking about vacation The last time you were here But I don't think you guys Had started yet You were just Sort of in the initial Phases of it I mm-hmm. believe and um the and and I know that it's tricky with with a hallowed property like like vacation, but the clips that I've seen look fucking hilarious. Oh, I mean like, like Thank you. The billboard, the sewage billboard is fantastic. And then the the uh, the nod to the Christy Brinkley thing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Really funny. Yeah. The
0: the uh, that sewage thing is very polarizing. Like there there are, there, I th- I feel like there are people like me who are extremely juvenile and think that nothing is funnier than like a person getting poo on them <laughs> by by accident. <laughs> the, the look on the kid's face in the background on that one.
1: <laughs> this is fucking
0: great. Look, I found a dart, and it's a hypodermic needle. I mean, that's. That is some – that's some good stuff right there. So
1: you all have uh, hep everything. Yeah. Uh, by
0: the time. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, but that – other other people – A through F. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are so many more Heps than we realized. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's one of the – that's actually one of the nice things about these, these Griswold comedies is that there are no consequences – at all. for for each set piece. Like, no. Each crazy thing that happens, uh we're just on to the next.
1: Yeah, and and they've already <clears throat> they set up the rules for that universe which is uh the kids can change in any uh-huh. movie without any explanation. Kids can be different and uh and and and, and timelines of the kids ages can vary wildly. Sure. And it's totally fine. Why not? So, but uh but you are... Rusty Changed every
0: has changed every movie thus far.
1: He really... So, he has.
0: if there is another So sequel. is Audrey.
1: Rusty and Audrey both no, changed. No,
0: Audrey was the same in uh, in the first one and European Vacation.
1: Oh, she was the same yeah. in European... Was she the same in European Vacation? Yeah. Yeah. No. Jason Lively was... Uh, Jason Lively was, w- was in European was Vacation. Rusty. Blake Lively's older brother. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Oh, cool. Yes, Blake... <clears throat> the Lively's... Uh, I know this because Jason and Blake's father, Ernie, was the only acting coach I've ever had. Whoa, cool. I think he was Jason's stepfather. Uh, It was Jason and then Robin Lively, who was in Teen Witch. They were a, a brother siblings okay and then their mom married this this man Ernie who then gave birth to Blake and uh, and another son. Well this is some serious Hollywood scuttlebutt coming we'll just through here, here. in the ancestry.com vein. <laughs> yeah right let's let's make uh, let's make connections. I don't think Audrey was the same in European vacation and and the first vacation I think the the the, the Audrey in European vacation was I can't remember her name but She was more of a... She did more comedies in the 80s. And can you look that up, Katie? And if I'm wrong, then you can punch Kyle in the... Dana Hill was... Yes. But she wasn't in the first vacation. The first vacation, I think, was a different girl. And if I'm wrong, then you can punch Kyle in the dick. I'm sorry, Kyle. That's kind of what you get. Dana Barron. Dana Barron. Totally different... (laughs) They're, they're both Danas. I'll give you. I'll give you that. <laughs> All right. I'm
0: embarrassed. Egg on my face.
1: <laughs> That's okay. The laughter water will will wash it away. It, it washes it <laughs> off. I mean, I only remember that because I saw both movies so many times, and I know people. When people talk about the vacations, Christmas vacation seems to be one that they talk about a lot. Yeah, that's a favorite for a lot of people. My, but I still my, think the, mine's, fr-
0: the first yeah, one. The original to me. Because it it, it it the it create the universe. It it set all the rules. It set the 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 characters were kind of uh it's just where they took shape. It's where they were molded. And there's yeah. something really satisfying about that. And I think it's one of Chevy Chase's greatest performances. Ever. Yeah. And he's great in all of them and he's great in ever, like every movie. But uh but that first one, it just it's so effortless. There's something really uh yeah.
1: Really beautiful about it. Vegas Vacation, I think I saw the least mm-hmm. of the of the mm-hmm. series. But Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation is fun. I just feel like by the time they got to Christmas Vacation, it was already sort of like we know who these characters are. Now it's kinda of mad cappy. Yeah. They all You're sort right. of, you know, I mean, uh, you know, Randy Quaid's character is an extreme version of Cousin Eddie, right? And you know,
0: Julia Louis Dreyfus, amazing, very angry neighbor,
1: very upset. Yep, but she gets her comeuppance, mm-hmm. uh, of course, in the end. And then, uh, did that squirrel ever work again, or was that the only movie? Um, he did some of the voices for <laughs> Alvin and Alvin and the Chipmunks. But
0: uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah, I see, because they
1: can't get a chipmunk to do a chipmunk voice. No, nope, they this gotta, is gotta the go squirrel. the kind of racism I'm talking about in this business. The squirrels doing chipmunk voices <laughs> is fucking bullshit. I get it. They all look the same because they're Chris, ground mammals. Chris,
0: what? relax. He
1: was the voice of a squirrel character. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Right. My... My social justice outrage was at a Misplaced. fever pitch. Misplaced. I apologize. I should have let you finish. <laughs> <laughs> he played the squirrel that gets cut out, the Stu Sutcliffe of the uh, of the <laughs> <laughs> the chipmunks. Was the fourth chipmunk was actually a squirrel. Oh, God. And that's why they cut him out. <laughs>
0: I Where wish you are could just we? Come
1: on, every week. It's so fun.
0: I, it's this is an, the Ancestry. dot com thing was such a perfect launch because I feel like we're
1: just going down
0: rabbit, rabbit holes. holes of like every every uh,
1: connection. It's delightful. I mean, we're I will say we come up with a lot of historically accurate, indisputable facts about things and presidents, and, and... some serious mistakes. <laughs> That, that I that yes from movie franchises mm-hmm. that we're in that we're parts of, <laughs> uh,
0: I mean us, we, but us. Sure, sure, know, sure. Well, was... I think some of your uh, Rob Zombie data was flawed. No, but... I don't think so. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just... I'm trying to drag you under the bus with me. <laughs> There's no room.
1: Like <laughs> Plenty of room under this bus. <laughs> Plenty of room under this oh, old bus. Oh God! Were you a boner? You were a boneroot this year. Yes. Yes. Oh, and you were too. And I we, was. we tried to connect. In we were going to try to connect. I, we were going to try to uh, to get you and the band to come and do a bluegrass song, and then it just during my set. But it just the timing was weird. You got you didn't get I, in until I,
0: I got in late and. Um, I had to rehearse with Mumford and Sons. I've heard of them because uh, I hopped up on stage with them that night.
1: Oh, come on! Yeah, which was pretty. Did you do some banjo picking? I, I
0: did. I played some banjo, and uh, uh, I think that I think I changed music forever. I think that's a.
1: I'm going to agree with safe... you. And I think Mumford and Sons really is the soundtrack to Buzz Hardwick. It's <laughs> <Just> that old timey <laughs> driving, <laughs> driving, yes. li- li- you know, living raw, yeah, uh, in, in very, the very, old... very
0: heartfelt, emotional, yeah, um, dri- kind of vaguely uh, chimney sweep. So, did you att- rehearse? Tire.
1: Did you rehearse with Mumford and Sons, or, you, or did you just come on and go? oh, I can follow along.
0: No, I did. I did. We. I got. I went backstage a couple hours before their set and uh and they had this they had this beautiful rehearsal space right backstage and we just ran through the song wow yeah yeah did you uh want
1: to grab the mic at any point and just take over or um i i uh i what i really wanted to do was crowd surf <laughs> with a banjo <laughs> <laughs> yeah with the
0: banjo Does anyone
1: crowd surf with a banjo you um, could um
0: i'm sure i'm sure people have i bet yeah all those kids on drugs—I'm sure—would be a great uh, canopy. To well, you—I'd I, I, never seen anything like it. I've never been on stage in a situation like that. Mumford and Sons—they're massive international megastars. At Bonnaroo, they had the—they had eighty thousand people. Jesus, just Christ. a sea—a sea of humanity, and and they kick on these huge floodlights above the proscenium, and it lights up—you know—just oh for hundreds of yards back, and it's endless. And uh, I wanted to actually stand on my
1: banjo and try to surf upright. I thought that'd cool. <laughs> oh, right? that'd be amazing! Right? How cool would that, that be? That would be so awesome. <laughs> uh, you should you should have next time. Ne- ne- next time you perform for eighty thousand people, I always thought that would be a cool set piece in a movie for somebody to
0: like like if there's a cr- a big crowd and someone has to get all the way across the other side of it and uh, and they like rip a door off of a hinge and and put it on top of everyone make it a surfboard and it's and they stand up and the whole crowd like pushes them forward i think that's a great idea even better if it's in a stadium and the stadium crowd is
1: doing the wave oh but then uh, uh yeah so they're surfing the wave yeah. as if it's an actual wave how cool would that be that would be pretty amazing okay
0: i'm putting that in a movie and then uh, Vacation Two. <laughs> what? It's two hours
1: of Rusty Griswold just <laughs> on for a rusty crowd door.
0: surfing on a door.
1: <laughs> and then someone in a shark outfit like jumps out of the yes. crowd and tries to And it's Chevy Chase. And it's as Chevy, Chevy the land Chase shark. as the land shark. Yes! We did it! Nice! This is, I mean, I I guarantee you movies have been sold with less. <laughs> <laughs> I mean this is you can't tell me. That movies haven't been sold with less. You can't tell me that, like, Police Academy 5 had more of a pitch than that. Yep. So I think um, this has to be a thing that happens. Financiers... Here's my email. <laughs> <laughs> Send us your PayPal. You PayPal is anyone,
0: anyone who is a financier slash nerdist fan. Yep, and listening to this, mm-hmm. uh, just mail me cash.
1: Hey, that's my... And I'll just spend, like one guy. It wisely, it's just one guy. That's uh, I, I my sh- I was in the comedy tent. There were probably like seventy nine thousand people at my show. <laughs> I think it was probably like 79,000.
0: Comedy tent is
1: uh. That's like the that's the best venue at Bonnaroo because it's air conditioned. Oh my god, it's so I, I mean Bonnaroo was amazing. I absolutely loved Bonnaroo, but it was really hot. And it's hard not to imagine you know, they set up all these little villages basically these tent villages.
0: Yeah. It's people, like a refugee camp. I like people r- drinking riding. all night. <laughs> I don't know how they do it. It's and punishing
1: when, And then the sun just basically cook the sun it's just basically like 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 a like a popcorn tin. Yeah. Just cooking them at beginning at seven o'clock in the morning when the sun is
0: beaming in. I don't know how that I do. mean, I am so grateful they're there, but but I I if I had a chance I would say to them, go
1: home and, and drink <laughs> water and drink plenty sit of water by your air conditioner. <laughs> But people – I think that's just because we're not 20 anymore. I guess when you're 20, none of that stuff matters. You just sort of shrug that stuff off. You don't need hydration in -mm. your 20s. No, you're
0: fine. Uh, Or sunblock. Right. Or evidently clothing. But you do need
1: uh, a lot of hallucinogens. And I'm just going off of what I saw there. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) You do need clothing if you're riding around in a carriage with Mark Twain. Yeah. Then if you don't, then you're going to die. But otherwise, uh, you need no clothing. Um what uh what was what was I going to say? You were going to talk about remember. how <laughs> Mumford and Sons is now you're going to start touring with Mumford and Sons. Yes,
0: I'm uh I'm replacing Mumford and Sons as Mumford <laughs> and I am uh I am now this, the will no longer be just, at Helms. It's just me and a banjo. <laughs> For eighty thousand people so all over gonna, the world. You're just gonna take the name Mumford and Sons without the band or any of their songs. No, they asked me to just, just take over their tour. <laughs> and so I'm subbing in. I'm basically subbing for them. I'm
1: sure people will be very <laughs> delighted when they go see Mumford and Sons. I just
0: I read from Tom uh from Mark Twain's autobiography. <laughs> I read the sad, just, uh, the sad parts, and then I just uh I kind of make up songs on the banjo.
1: That well that that's an old that's the old uh that's that, that there's we're drifting into an old Steve Martin bit, which is like you you just can't oh you just can't say a sad thing when you're playing the banjo. You just can't have a sad moment when you're playing the banjo like Hey Steve, your house is burning down. <laughs> 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 Doesn't matter though. <laughs> uh have you have you have you been playing with Steve at all lately? I haven't lately, but we've had
0: uh we, we have had a number of delightful picking sessions over the years. Nice. Yeah. He's uh he's just He's just awesome.
1: That's all there is to say. What, is, what happens in a picking session? Because I've heard of these legendary picking sessions with people like yourself and Steve Martin and Kevin Nealon and people mm. who like, like groups of comedy people who will get together. Is it like a drum circle? Yeah, well, does everyone just sort of find a rhythm and then you just you figure out what your thing is and play all together, or do you show uh, each other? Everyone,
0: uh, everyone, sits there and uh, just wails on their banjos in their own world, and it's a cacophonous mess. Um, no, it's it's usually that the wonderful thing about bluegrass music is that it's a lot like jazz in that everyone knows a lot of the same repertoire, and you can kind of just sit down and start playing and hey do you know this song or yeah do you know this one and and the other thing unlike jazz is that a lot of bluegrass songs are quite simple they're three or four chords right and uh and it's it's usually a, a fairly straightforward chord progression so you can pick it up pretty quickly so that's been um the nature of uh of some of the the hang sessions where where of we just, you know, songs will come up, and you, and there are any number of musicians sitting around, and and people just start playing.
1: It's the, <clears throat> it is one of my favorite forms of music because I, I feel like you can turn almost any song into a bluegrass song because it 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 is it was designed to play without a, any amplification, and yes. so you have you have the basic constituents of voicing. It, with each of yeah. the handful of instruments that you might have, and there are some, there are arguments to what constitutes an actual bluegrass ensemble. And, sure, like, and sure. I know that yeah. Like some people pull in different instruments. And yeah, some people. Some purists are like, well, "That's technically not bluegrass." Right. But ultimately, you know, with a banjo and like a, like a good like a stand up bass and a little bit of percussion and like you, you with with the, these basic voices, you can construct about pretty much anything. I, I there,
0: there's something about acoustic music just in general that is so intoxicating to me i i i love the organic kind of analog feel of it. it it's 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 just the sound waves a string vibrating and it 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 vibrates the air and it moves through the air and it hits your eardrum and it's all it's so natural and you can Carry a guitar with you anywhere, or any acoustic instrument, and and just share music with people.
1: It's really acoustic music is a beautiful thing. And bluegrass, I feel like mixes itself. So when you're playing <laughs> right, all right. those instruments together, they're yeah. all at, at, at specific voicings where it right they all work very well together.
0: It's sort of up to the musicians that, to kind of mix themselves, because right. banjos are obnoxiously loud instruments <laughs> by themselves. So if someone else is, like, if a if a mandolin or a guitar is going to take a solo, uh, or you really have to kind of back off the banjo. But that's part of the that's what you learn as 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 you play and go to jam sessions, and uh, it's it's a really great dynamic. It's kind of this language that everybody speaks at a bluegrass jam session. And uh, it's it's pretty special. Do you 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 guys were touring a bit, weren't you? This wasn't just- oh yeah 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 the, uh, the was I I was talking about our album the last time I was here. right? I think so. Yeah. So we um or I think we had just recorded or something. I don't remember. But yeah. So my trio, the Lonesome Trio, just put an album out last month, and we did a little tour. And that's actually we Bonnaroo was our second to last stop. Oh, wow. So um, I happened to jump up with Mumford & Sons, which was just a fun thing. And I know them from – we had done this comedy video for one of their songs Mm -hmm. with Jason Sudeikis and and Bateman and Will Forte um, a a year year or so ago. So anyway, that was just a a fun random thing. But the Lonesome Trio played as part of the Bluegrass Situation Super Jam – which was the next day uh, at at one of the other tents, one of
1: the other stages.
0: Oh, that's awesome and super fun. And I was hoping you could stay and come up and
1: and do a song with us. I wanted to so bad. I wanted to so bad, and I but I had to get back and go to work. Yeah. No. That, that well, sounds very. You know. Very judgy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel judged. Well, uh, I
0: but uh, yes, because uh, it's we're overdue. You have. To have you back on, stage. I would love to. It's the best. I would love. It's to. It's so fun. That
1: was so much fun. You're a damn good like metal singer. I'm okay. Do, do people I'm just know this. Screamy. They yeah. know because I I do it to their ad nauseum on the podcast all yeah. the time. I'll just break out a little something. Yeah, and then uh, to the extent where occasionally people were like. Do you have to sing every.
0: I'm the well? I'm the same way. I sing way too much. <laughs> uh, Andy Bernard on The Office sang too much. Uh, Rusty in this movie arguably sings too much. <laughs> on The Daily Show, I sing too much. I happen to think singing is awesome. It and, is, and especially if it's if it's
1: at a really inappropriate time. <laughs> yes, it's, and you know, listen, it's it's diff- Well, although you are in a bluegrass band, so you can't you you can record an album and sing songs you know but I, I feel a little I feel a little imprisoned by the comedy thing which is that if I wanted to release like a regular album' I'd be like, what are you doing? like the, in, the contextually it'd be very weird yeah. I could do comedy I could like Mike Furman and I did comedy songs. But it's not like I could just be like, "Uh, here's my album, Metal Dreams, you yeah, know, or whatever." <laughs> and uh, I would buy that, but I think it's cool.
0: <laughs> like I, I was uh, initially well, like I've been playing with the Lonesome Trio. They're my two best friends in the world, and we've been playing for twenty years since college. Wow! And so, w- and we've been writing songs forever, and and uh, I was, but I was actually like you said, I was kind of self conscious because we're not a comedy band. Like we don't play comedy songs. Our songs are, some of them are sort of a little sly or clever but there's no
1: they're not joke songs well then when people show up are they expecting like oh my god is there going to be some weird turn at the end because ed's funny well i don't i don't
0: think so at at this point but it's also just is what it is i mean people show up with everyone shows up with whatever expectations they may have and we just do our thing which is pretty uh Sincere music, yeah, (laughs) and some of it's kind of like poignant or even uh, uh, maudlin. So it's, uh, but it's just, I, I did wonder at first, you know, when when we first sort of talked about well, we've been playing forever for our friends and families and for you know weddings of friends and whatever, but we we want to put an album out there. Are are people, are people going to take this seriously? And I eventually just realized, like, who cares? Like, it is what it is. Yeah. It's it's a creative thing I'm insane proud of. You don't have to listen of. to it if you think it's weird. Yeah. And, and I, I just, I'm excited to share it. And, and people will listen and hopefully like it. And if not. All good. I don't it's think it's not should, for everybody. You probably shouldn't
1: open with your Mark Twain song Frozen Carrots. That's a really sad... <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's really sad. Oh god. How did he hide a daughter from everyone? Like how does that? What do you mean? Well, you said that he wasn't until he took that story to his grave. Well, right? he no, what
0: he didn't his so his wife and family didn't know that he, that the blanket had fallen off. They just thought she just it was a random that she got sick like like lots of infants did in that time sure so so he basically went for this carriage ride. And it was very cold, and he didn't notice for you sure. know like forty-five minutes or whatever. Right. Totally making up that number. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> That's lo- <okay>. lo- he <laughs> might totally be making up the story too.
0: <laughs> long enough, long enough to compromise the infant's health. Sure. And when he got home, he didn't tell anyone that. He didn't tell anyone. It yeah. was just like, and oh. so when she crazy got- world we live
1: in, huh? Uh, yeah. Gets when- die all the time,
0: right? It's 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 old timey times.
1: Well, let's uh, <laughs> turn off the candles
0: and uh... there was a, there was a lot of loosening of the string tie um uh, not sure uh what happened here Uh, i look like colonel sanders whoever that is (laughs) whoever that might become (laughs) whatever corporate uh shilling vehicle that might be down the road they did cast a new colonel i know sort of strange oh and uh and and he's a voice on ways it's daryl hammond it's the great daryl hammond daryl hammond is the yes I didn't know. I that. think. I think I read that, or unless I'm just. I, I like to come on your <laughs> show and just make shit up. <laughs> There's nothing true. <laughs> nothing I've said, said nothing is true. true at all. No plane thing never <laughs> happened. But this is a, when we were uh, driving around Manchester, Tennessee, trying to get to Bonnaroo. We had the Waze app up, and we ha, and we selected the Colonel Sanders voice. That's <laughs> and it was delightful. Yes. Yeah, it, is Daryl, it is, is Daryl Hammond.
1: That is fucking great. Yes.
0: I had no. Idea. Um, which leads me to another delightful thing that I will share with you. Please, Rusty Griswold is a voice on Waze right now.
1: That you can do that now? Yes, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, you can get Rusty Griswold on there. So y- you, or I should say, so Rusty went into a sound studio and had to go like turn left, traffic ahead. Exactly. You just they give you a script of like sixty
0: phrases.
1: Oh shit, cop.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Turn, stop, and um, and drop off your kid at school. That's that's one. No, but uh, they give you all these things. All these make things sure to it has say a blanket and. <laughs> Uh <laughs> if you're in a convertible and it's winter, make sure your infants sure? have blankets.
1: I mean, look, this you know, this happened so long ago you're that right. it's okay to talk about it's it. It's dark. It's this is a bleak angle that we've gone on. I, um, I, I was just gonna bring up to see if I could pull up the Rusty Griswold voice on my ways. How do you It's uh, a little redundance since, since I'm sitting here? But Yeah, but this is really great. Here it is, Rusty Griswold. Yeah. Oh my God! You could totally. Oh my! god, I can't wait to listen to this. Ed, could you stop talking? I want to listen yeah. to Rusty Griswold. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, I think I've said it. Okay, great. All right, so let's uh, let's let's go somewhere. Let's where, do where, it. Where, where, where do you want to Where do you want to go? Where do you let's think- go to Chris Hardwick's home address. Mm. Uh, <laughs> let's go to Disney's Grand California. It's the first right. thing we have to wa- the Wally World. Uh, the
0: Griswolds are
1: out of here <laughs> hey, it's gonna take uh, 53 minutes to get there All right do not send that ETA to my girlfriend because she'll wonder why I'm going to Disneyland in the middle of a work day without her um, why aren't you talking right now? It's did you say sitting. did you hit start I did
0: I'm resting <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired
1: God damn it I want. You promised that you were going to talk to me. Why aren't you talking to me, Rusty Griswold? Um,
0: well, start walking. Go somewhere. <laughs> turn left. <laughs>
1: I'm not. I'm just trying to march through
0: <laughs> the You Get in your car. Um,
1: it's got to follow the GPS. Here, you got to... I guess you'll have to do it live.
0: Uh, in 1.2 miles, turn right. You got the ALF puppet. I got the ALF puppet. Uh yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I. <laughs> hey, Rusty, where's the cat shelter? I don't that was a pretty good, Alf. That's not. Does a he elf. talk? No. Oh, I thought I thought you were gonna like have a conversation between Rusty and the Alf <laughs> puppet. <laughs> Where the show
1: gets to its down its weirdest trench is when an Alf puppet starts talking to Rusty Griswold on the on way. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, but this, so they give
0: you a script of all these things to say, and then the whatever the ways algorithm just kind of you know pl- puts them in order uh, as you drive.
1: That's fantastic.
0: Um, and I've been listening to it in my car, and it's weirdly soothing. Does that make me a narcissist? I don't well, know. Are masturbating?
1: Why? I'm not. Good I'm experience. not
0: masturbating. Um, <laughs> I
1: don't mean now. I mean like back. Then. <laughs> Clearly, you are right now.
0: Clearly, you should probably stop. Yes, uh, I started when my voice came on. <laughs> um, well, what am I
1: supposed to not right?
0: right? What? Uh, but. Uh, uh, yeah, it's fun. I like it. It's awkward though because um the the one thing that's odd about Waze to me is 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 that sometimes you you get to your destination and you get out of your car and you walk inside and it doesn't it it doesn't know quite yet where you are, so you'll it'll keep giving you directions. To you. So I've uh, like the other day I walked into a meeting and it was my voice <laughs> <laughs> saying uh, back up and turn right <laughs> or something. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone was like, w- 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 what did you say? I didn't what? say anything. I didn't Turn it around. <laughs> Griswold's on the way to Wally World.
1: Oh, my God. This guy's crazy. He's like, he thinks he's his own what characters. what are you
0: talking about? He thinks he's like, he really... Is he method? I don't understand. And then I, then I had to take my phone out and be like, I, it's just ways. But And yes, I did select my voice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, We're going to have to reschedule.
0: Yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry. This you, was supposed you're, to be a... The, your pitch of a, of Rusty Griswold surfing on a stadium <laughs> wave a, a has, has been declined. Has been, what? I didn't even really. get the, I brought a door. <laughs> we heard the voice on I the waves, waves and we just didn't, didn't like it. We didn't like it. God damn it! <laughs>
1: Why do I spend my time building mm. dioramas? I have a garage of, di- of failed dioramas. Rusty Griswold's diorama garage. Yep. Where Rusty
0: Griswold. That's the third sequel. That's actually a Wes Anderson movie. It's all stop motion. <laughs> Soundtrack by Bell and Sebastian. Yep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if I would make a diorama, I'd make it with you.
0: Anything? And I would follow the Griswolds, herky jerkily.
1: Did you uh, through the countryside? Did uh, by the way, Christine Applegate, amazing. So great. I mean, as a, a person, or as as in this movie? Which I you? you know I did a couple of Married with Childrens in the 1900s, and she was super cool back then. Uh, I don't know. Uh, did she ask about me on the? She or? did constantly. Okay, cool. um, I
0: don't know why she asked me about you, but um, she knows we're friends, and uh, she wants to know how you're doing and why. You tell her I'm fine. Why you were so uh, rude. And and like I used to drink a lot. hitting on her <laughs> excessively. I used to drink a How lot. old were you at that time? I
1: was, I don't know, twenty. I was twenties, twenty five or something. Okay. It was like nineteen ninety six. Did you do scenes with her? Were you I like? Did. Or was As a your... matter of fact, the weird coincidence is someone just it just aired today, and someone sent me a a screenshot of it, and so I favorited it. So I'm going to show you. Here it is. There it is. This just happened today. No way. Yes, I I played a VJ, big stretch, um, and uh, it was Look like the, your hair. They went to spring break. It was the the Bundys went to spring break. Todd Glass was also in that episode. Amazing. Yep. I didn't know that you. Uh, I didn't know you had such a. Such a colorful history
0: I, as an actor.
1: I, well, I mean, this is actor is a very generous term. Well,
0: but you had Mr. Lively clearly
1: coached you very well in your VJ uh, performance. <laughs> there,
0: there it is. I'm buying it. I think you, it looks great.
1: Yeah, I had the um, this helmet of this helmet of '90s hair, mm-hmm. and there's uh, there she is. Christina is the greatest. She's
0: just the greatest. Like the 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 best. Coworker, you could ever hope for so professional, uh, super down to earth and hysterical, and um, and as an actor, effortless. There's some that's infuriating. Like she just is so naturally good. I mean,
1: I remember when Married with Children. I mean, Married with Children, Married with Children, and The Simpsons were like the two shows that established Fox as mm-hmm. a network. When when Fox yeah. basically was the internet of network television at the time. Right? Yeah, we're gonna make super weird, edgy programming that none of the other networks could possibly compete
0: You're with. totally right. And I remember at the time, it's like, what? There's another network? Yeah. That's impossible. A
1: fourth?
0: You can't possibly down. add a network. And now it's it, like every week there's a new, like, Bippledy Boo streaming channel. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Bippledy Boo. Yep. Which is the Knobs and Broomsticks streaming channel. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a weird pull. Mm. B- is that true? Well, I think that was a lot of the yeah. Mm-hmm. Is, is Bibble Boo a thing? Uh, no, actually, I think Bibble Boo was in um, Oh Bibble Cinderella. Mm. I think that was in Cinderella. But you know, bed knobs and broomsticks. There were a lot of incantations. Angela Lansbury. There were be- both, both bed knobs and broomsticks. Sure, um, it's possible that that the sy- 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 syllables. Bibble
0: boo mm-hmm. were used in sequence. This is
1: going to be a new show. Which is weird show. because
0: it actually saying that just yes. now invoked uh, an apparition of Angela Lansbury who's sitting right at the table yep. with us.
2: Hello, everyone. And- <laughs> <My>, oh, my.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, how much murder she wrote. <laughs> Mark mm. Twain was my first murder story. And he wrote about it in his <laughs> autobiography. <laughs> His autobiography, Twain by Helms, where Ed Helms tells a bunch of. I uh uh I think it'd be fun to do an improv show because the whole thing behind the UCB is don't think you're just supposed to right. be in the moment right. But I think it'd be fun to a fun do a improv show called Think where you <laughs> improvise a bunch of stuff and then you explain like I did <laughs> why your brain went to that
0: place. That what that would. Boy, I improv. When you do improv, uh, I did. I was spent years at UCB in New York, and then later on a bit in LA. And and there's, it's a you know, it it, part of it is just submitting to the crapshoot. Like sometimes it's going to be awesome, and sometimes you're just gonna you're gonna mess up. Yeah, and and i love the idea of having an opportunity to explain <laughs> later where what that tangent was and and why that why was supposed happened. to be funny
1: cuz maybe in the in that in the explanation process it would justify yeah what maybe a joke that the audience mm-hmm. missed they didn't understand why you
0: took and, that And and they they may not laugh at that no. point but they would drive home thinking uh I, I, I feel like I understood that a little bit yes, better Ed has it, a
1: much more linear chain of thought than the, I would have expected
0: yeah then I realized because that seemed so incoherent when he did it on stage
1: <laughs> that's why uh, he said Cocoa Puffs after uh, the Dracula scene the Dracula scene because
0: of Count Chocula Count
1: Chocula was <laughs> lived in his neighborhood uh, and r- was a registered r- sex.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, sorry, shouldn't, I, I shouldn't i shouldn't interrupt when you're making no. when you're like Listen. when you're creating chain okay. reactions yeah. okay of, i know and, and when just, you're on a hard wiki and just to be uh fair, to be do, fair, just to explain yes i got
1: i got fucked by a box of cereal when i was a kid oh god so that's where that that's yeah. why i went
0: to immediately so, to that. so it was consensual by the way so this is an episode of think
1: <laughs> <laughs> you just turned it into <laughs> this is an episode of do think <laughs> yeah you just explained yeah. your riff yeah. on couch ocula yeah um, just I just wanted you to know where it came from So that you didn't Right, got like it. it was totally, completely out of out of left field Yeah, that um, does
0: sound horrendous
1: So when you're driving home You'll have a much better understanding mm. Yeah, I, I really get it now mm-hmm. I really understand Yeah <clears throat> When I is vacation it. open? Um, well, re-
0: relative to this
1: podcast airing Well, let just throw know. out a date what, Wednesday. Which is Wednesday Wednesday? Wednesday, the 29th of July. That's two days. It's going to be out. It's already out. Vacation has broken every box office record in the history of film. <laughs> yes. Yep. Uh, the
0: Yes, it is now the number one movie. Suck at Jurassic in- World. <laughs> and in Antarctica, yes.
1: Vacation. Mm-hmm. Which I think they could have branded. I let's see now. Oh, boy. Oh, man, Ed. What did we do wrong? We didn't do anything wrong. I think. What if we started co-branding sequels? So what if the ne- what if it was like Jurassic World Two, Griswold's a poppin' or something? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, gri- or, or uh, Griswold yeah. soars or 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 there's some type of a the Griswold sequel is also the Jurassic World sequel. The Griswolds go to Jurassic World. I think that would be. I mean, there's already
0: enough sort of uh, fan agitation at Hollywood for for kind of. You know, recycling uh, uh, Ideas and characters Yeah. That might be like The sign of the Hollywood apocalypse And uh, you have a dinosaur Chevy Chase
1: Come on guys what uh, are we, Why are we uncool, uncool.
0: <laughs> I should walk out on you Right now Please don't leave me. <laughs> I don't like that joke. Let's well, let's 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 say move back into think, and I want you to explain that. No, I want right. to move on. I want to move on. The
1: Griswold he's just family. He's just the he's just the oldest person on the set. Whereas in the Jurassic World, the dinosaurs were the oldest things on the right. on the set when they right. shot with real dinosaurs, right? Because <laughs> they're thousands of years old. <laughs> don't you think the Griswolds uh, going to Jurassic World and then, and then like the the trees start to rattle in the water drop the water and then you know and then it's just Chevy emerges and everyone's freaked out he's like I was just peeing I mean like that would ha- that could happen that would so actually be delightful as, it wasn't as nefarious a, a comment as you had taken it you're right you're right when you crossed your arms so um, my body language changed
0: dramatically in defense of my film hero Chevy Chase yes um uh, I do think that maybe it's not like, uh, you know, the Griswold's vacation to Jurassic World, because that would be too much of a mashup. But it, it, you do see, like, there's, like, a scene where Rusty and his kids are involved somewhere. Or it wouldn't it just be fun to see, like, characters from other movies pop up in, just in, the background? in other movies? Yeah, so you're, like, yeah, you're watching, uh, you know, the next... Um, Uh, name a movie. (laughs) (laughs) Any movie? The next Top Gun sequel. Yep. And all of a sudden, uh, you see
1: Bill Murray from Groundhog Day. That would be fucking... F- and he just has to watch Goose die over and over again and he can't save him. <laughs> I don't and know. And that's when he has that moment where he realizes that he that he understands humanity. I'm just saying, let's 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 buy into this idea
0: that every movie is part of the same universe. Or, or, and all of the characters exist in the same or universe. Or in Spider-Man,
1: when Aunt May dies and they strap her to the roof of the car. <laughs> uh,
0: do you remember uh, Luna Lounge in New York? Yeah, of course. Did Yes, yeah, yeah. Yes. so the, the old Eating It shows. I can't remember. I think it was Andy Blitz who had this great bit. Uh, he, he, who You remember Andy Blitz? I, Andy
1: Blitz has some of my favorite yeah. bits.
0: great, great comedian. Wrote for Conan forever and ever. Um, uh, he had this bit of where he said something like, I hate movies because like, I'm watching a Jack Nicholson movie, and everyone in the movie is pretending like they don't recognize Jack Nicholson. <laughs> and if they were to, to recognize him, then why wouldn't every bit of dialogue in the movie be, has anyone ever told you you look exactly like
1: Jack Nicholson? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Andy Blitz, ladies and gentlemen. I, and apologies, Andy, for butchering your brilliant bit. But I that's always
1: made me laugh when I think about that. He has two bits that I fucking love, which one of them is about going on, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? And I'm not going to do the bit because I don't remember all the steps and the way that he does it is perfect, but it's about how all that matters is that you get the right answer, but it doesn't matter if everything that you say getting to the right answer is complete nonsense. And so he sort of walks through... You know, it's it's stuff like, Oh, and then Lincoln was our first alien president. I mean, it's like stuff like that. But then he gets the right answer. He's like,
0: Yes, I'm the smartest person in the world.
1: I, I hope it's somewhere on on YouTube to look that up. The other bit of his that I love is calling is has something to do with like calling his parents or calling his wife's parents and being like, We've got some good news. Uh we're gonna have a baby. Uh uh, yeah, it'll be here in about nine months from now. <laughs> oh, my God. It's <laughs> <laughs> <This is> something... <laughs> Again, I'm not doing it justice. <laughs> I'm not doing it justice. Oh. But, it's, but hey, and, Andy, I think he did a pretty good job. Andy Andy seems to find these... He just seems to find, like... Um, it's like looking at the other side of a bookcase. Yeah. If that makes any yeah. sense. Where he... Manages to take things that on the surface seem like one thing, and then he just comes from a weird angle, and you see it in a whole different, incredibly creative way. He's so fucking funny. Yep. Yep. He's uh, he's a smart dude. Have you ever thought about— uh... His brother Jeff Blitz directed
0: a bunch of Office episodes. Oh, I didn't
1: know that. Yeah. See, yeah. Blitz sounds like a stage name.
0: Blitz. Blitz Hardwick,
1: Blitz Hardwick, Blitz and Buzz,
0: <laughs> B- Buzz and Blitz B- across the mm-hmm. galaxy. <laughs> buzz and Blitz, Buzz, See, Buzz, I said
1: Buzz because of Buzz Lightyear. Oh, and um, so that's why I thought. Oh, across space. the galaxy, right? Yeah. Uh, and then Blitz uh, to infinity of...
0: and to to, to the to, to the starting no to Blitz. It's a football m- term. Football term. So. Uh, so they're going. Buzz really and fast. Blitz. Buzz and surfing blitz. around the stadium. Space football. Space football. Space. Martian. Uh, mm, the crowd's doing the wave. Pluto
1: ball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're
0: going to play. Okay, now let's explain it. <laughs> let's Pluto. Ex- let's explain how we got there.
1: <laughs> Pluto is a planet and also a, a dog. Uh,
0: blitz, yes. Football term.
1: Who seems to. Uh, Pluto, Pluto the dog has a severe learning disorder. Uh, moving on.
0: I'm gonna move on from because uh, I'm already lost.
1: Pluto the dog has a severe learning disorder because asbestos <laughs> in Mickey's tugboat. There you go. And uh...
0: <laughs> That's the sound when they fall down a big hole. <laughs> down... When but, uh, when they they don't just scream. It's like no. a
1: woohoo! I mean, you couldn't. Why would you save that person? Because you'd be too hard laughing. You'd be yeah, laughing too be hard aside, at yeah. the hilarity of their their death. Yeah. Yield.
0: Why? Why when when uh, a cartoon character runs in place? you know before they actually yeah it's that it's that the, the cans rattling
1: sound yeah
0: you know or like a it's like a jank, just, jingling – jingling. because they're just rolling. getting
1: ready to tear but, it up but
0: why is that the sound
1: isn't that the sound it makes when you when you get ready to i <laughs> when mean i know when I don't just start running my feet just right. spin in place for yeah, a couple yeah, for, of seconds yeah for for a couple of seconds and then and then i take off uh, and you're in sort of a forward leaning posture well i think it's because but, all those people had bare feet the flintstones snagglepuss None of them were wearing shoes. Road dog, And so I think that's, I, that's the sound of bare feet on a prehistoric <laughs> tapestry.
0: You're right, which is something
1: all, we can only guess. By tapestry, I mean landscape. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. This is another episode of Do Think. Could
0: a devout Christian be a fan of the Flintstones, or does that... Contradict? Oh no, no, no! I guess that actually I, the Flintstones—that's probably that, the biggest show at the Creation Museum. <laughs> no, 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 but <laughs> I, I said that wrong. It yeah. is—it it, is—it's uh, a creationist's uh, wet dream. It it, it validates <laughs> uh, it validates the that that uh, theology that
1: it all that, that it all came. Uh, yeah,
0: that men and dinosaurs
1: existed simultaneously. I've said this on the podcast before. I, my my theory is that the Flintstones uh, happened either after or simultaneously during the Jetsons. Because the Jetsons are in the clouds. I feel like there was some type of planetary catastrophe, some type of Armageddon. Well, they were certainly written at the same time.
0: Yes, yes. <laughs> There's a lot of overlapping storylines.
1: Yeah. Um, All I'm saying is the next vacation movie needs the Great Gazoo in it. Just <laughs> put the Great Gazoo... Harvey Corman's not alive anymore, is he? Harvey Corman's still alive? If Harvey Corman's still alive, you could get a Great Gazoo cameo. All right. In your next uh, vacation movie at, I do, at Jurassic World. I think it would be cool if, uh, yeah, if... if Yes, that's the
0: Jurassic World Griswold thing, where where it's now it's no longer dinosaurs are no longer like entertainment at a park. They're, they're they've become integrated into society as uh, as like a crane. Yep. You know, like the brontosaurus is a crane. That's right. And the and and we're just sort of using dinosaurs.
1: Uh, it's basically that's... Jurassic World, except Indominus Rex goes. You think you got problems? Like instead. And, yeah. and then and then he gets eaten by the bird. right. By the big prehistoric,
0: I liked. Um, uh, I liked Icyosaur. that movie. I yeah, liked it was that really fun. Lot. It was just full on. I ate like two tubs of popcorn. I'm so <laughs> psyched, just edge of my seat.
1: Chris Pratt, super funny. It's funny how there's like, well, now there's gonna be a Jurassic World two, and you're like, but isn't that Jurassic Park like five? I mean, like, oh yeah, you're it, right. Yeah. So it's it's funny to see like branch sequel branches branching their own. Like they're the now the parent of an of a of another. Well, sub-sequel. you see, it's a fractal. It is. So it is a bit the, of a fractal. The, the way that it works. It is every every sort I can't of. Can't wait uh, to see the new Jurassic World fractal. Oh, I God. think kids are going to start it's gonna saying be, that. That's that's
0: yeah. It's uh, no longer sequels. It's just fractals. That's kind of what the new vacation is. It's like, it's uh, well, I guess it's a straight
1: sequel, but technically. Technically, now was there? Did you know? Uh, I don't know if you were in on any of these meetings, but but the the choice to just call it vacation. Do you think that will trick people into thinking, well, it's a reboot? Like, but it's not a reboot. It's just an uh, extension of the story of the universe.
0: First of all, I'm in every meeting. I've, okay, good. There are no meetings. I thought they were I'm asking you to at.
1: leave because you were listening to yourself I'm, on the Waze app. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, uh, I have no idea why, why uh, that
1: happened. So you, sorry. What was the question? It was the decision to call it. I think it's good that they didn't. To be honest, because I think when D- didn't you didn't what they didn't call it like you know vacation f- five rusty's oh, right, 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 outing or right, whatever right you know because it
0: re vacation
1: yeah exactly yeah another vacation, you know more yeah. vacation time uh, uh, because I think that almost kind of makes it sound. Cheaper in a way when people go oh it sounds oh okay they gave it a silly name I think just calling it vacation and it's our generation's vacation right and you and you as rusty are our Gen X generation and uh and you have kids I think it, it I think it was a nice choice it's a it's it's
0: kind of like uh, th- there's been a lot of discussion is it a reboot is it a remake is it a sequel is it like what what do you call it? And it's kind of all of those things. It's technically the fifth, right? It's technically number five. Uh that is correct. Right. Yeah. But it's um but it is a re it's maybe a restart? A restart. Vacation five swamp. It's, it's the new it's the next generation. Yep. What other besides Star Trek, what other next generations have we seen?
1: Um I don't know. I mean, you know, the Bond films do it all the time, but I don't. But, but they're not, are they, th- those don't take place in real time, though. No. Like, they don't acknowledge previous Bonds. I think Daniel Craig at, at one point in the new movie is like, wasn't Sean Connery great? And then, oh,
0: um... no, you know what? You're right, because 007 is just the designation and different people are, are 007.
1: Yeah, but they're not really clear on why they're called James Bond. Exactly why they. All but have that the same that could name. also be part of the designation. But I. But I. So I, I. I was. I was always. I think the cooler interpretation is that that is a designation. Yes. But I think the one that they sort of want people to have is like that's eh, the same guy. Right. 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 It's right. The, it's the same guy, and the older he gets, the better technology gets, and the younger he's a Benjamin Button. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a Benjamin Button story. It's the, the Benjamin Button fractal. Yep. There you go. It's
0: a perfect mashup of those of two Bond, things. Bond, Bond ben, James Button,
1: James Button, Benjamin Benton. Mm, and Bond. it's
0: uh, uh, and I guess, but Roger Moore was older than Sean Connery, yes. So that kind of interrupted the the Benjamin Button effect, but.
1: Well, he t- took a pit stop just mm-hmm. to get older for a minute, yep. and it was like, "I don't like this too much." Right, and then right. Went, and then he went back. He
0: went off went off his meds.
1: To Timothy and he Dalton. started. Aging, he's
0: he's taking he's aging, <laughs> taking Benjamin Button meds. He's yeah, which are expensive, very expensive. but real.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, it's, <laughs> you the important can. thing is that they're very real. <laughs> you can get them. They're very real. <laughs> you can't get them. Not enough to bring goose back though. Uh. Yeah, no, that
0: you'd have to go to pet cemetery for, (laughs) which would be a.
1: um, They buried Goose in pet cemetery just because his name was Goose. Yeah. Just because they were like, well, the headstone's gonna say Goose. I mean, you yeah, know, like, it's how gonna do we, confuse how, how people. How do we do that? And if Meg
0: put, Ryan, Meg Ryan, was like, you know what? I really want him in a pet cemetery. Wait, why,
1: what if, why would and... Meg Ryan, the actress, care about
0: where Goose, with the character, was buried? Because she was in those meetings. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she was in all the development meetings for Top Gun. And it would be crazy and... to put him in a human cemetery and have it say Goose. We were like, why would someone bury a goose here who hit a windshield? Right. Which it would say and on then his... other
0: people who with loved ones in that cemetery would be like, what is this pet cemetery? Yeah, I mean, I don't I what. Are these are these
1: going to come back t- it, d- uh, uh, d- possessed? Yeah, I don't. Right. So somewhere what are you gonna do so somewhere a a possessed version of Anthony Edwards as Goose is walking around Bangor Maine. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, They just buried him. In the- and they- <laughs> is that where it takes place? Yeah, I thought all of his stories take place in Bangor Maine, don't they? Right, right. Yeah, the right. greater the greater Maine area. Either that or, or yeah or up, Kyle. fuck off Kyle eat a dick Kyle
0: <laughs> or uh or some I'm trying to figure out if me it's either that's what happened or Meg Ryan uh got hold of the monkey's paw right and uh and wished wished he came back right isn't that what story is that uh the monkey's
1: the paw it was monkey I just think of it as The Simpsons Halloween special. <laughs> where they get the where they get the where they get the monkey's paw. It's basically Pet wizards. Cemetery.
0: But but it doesn't play out. Right. It's like uh the, the, the son comes back. The son's killed in the factory, horrific accident. The the parents wish on the monkey's paw that he comes back to life and he does. And just he needs super fucked up. He's he's was in, like mangled in this factory accident and you just he's pounding on the door yep. and then the story ends. Yes, and there it's like, oh my God, do we want to see him? I don't know. What but do we But it continues do? because it's Goose. It's Goose. If they had opened the door, yeah, he'd be. I mean, how crazy would it be if he was like his head would just be hanging it, off to the but, side? But
1: he'd be like delighted to be home. Yeah, he'd be thrilled. <laughs> Everything like, just looks sideways to him, and he's in a flight suit that he can't take <laughs> off. But right. But you know, you kind of get. You know, it's sort of fun. Yeah the kids could turn his head into a maypole and just you know, swirl it around and, and sure uh, we have a good time right so right, right, right. we have a lot of ideas that we came up with today that a i think a lot of pitches really...
0: a lot of pitches yeah we got to get to work on these right yeah the the mark twain biopic <laughs> that is also pet cemetery okay we could do that I too i don't think that's fun no <laughs> <I
1: don't>... <laughs> <laughs>
0: Val Kilmer would not agree to do that one. The Twi- yes, he would. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Val Kilmer's so weird. He'd play the baby.
1: Like, he wouldn't fucking care.
0: Did you ever see his uh, Mark no, Twain I show? It was amazing. I did too. I wish I'd seen it. I, I'm a big Mark Twain fan and Val Kilmer fan. And. Iceman fan.
1: He call comes back around. God damn it. This is the this is the show of fractal connectivity. That joke, was, that reference was a dead son beating the door until we <laughs> opened it. And they're like, I came back. <laughs> but it's not the same. Oh my gosh. Well, uh, this has been an amazing fractal experience with you. Yeah. Uh, I feel great about it. I Thank you for coming. Uh, vacation is at, already in theaters. And I'm sure you've already seen it a couple times, but you should go see it again anyway. Okay. And, and I also feel... I feel good when a movie, because you know, obviously we're in a we're in a time of uh, reboots and reimaginings, and and that that has had a negative connotation. But every time someone does it right, then people go, oh, because someone just asked me, like, what do you think about new Ghostbusters? And I'm like, you know what? If we get more Ghostbusters movies and they're great, then fucking bring them on. Like yeah. they don't. No one's going to. The government doesn't step in and go. Well, before we show this movie, uh, we're going to all the original copies of Ghostbusters and Vacation, and we're going to throw them in this furnace, and you can never watch. Them right? Again. Like, well, it's it's uh, it,
0: g- g- movies live or
1: die on their own merits.
0: Yes, you know. And if if uh, this, I'm insanely proud of this Vacation, and no one is more precious about the the Griswold universe than yours truly. Like, I I was. Very trepidatious when I got the script, and then I read it, and I was like, "This is awesome! This is so such a tribute to the original world and to the original characters." and And then having Chevy and, and Beverly D'Angelo be in the movie was the ultimate affirmation for all of us, and it it, it feels good. I'm enormously proud of it, and I hope uh, I hope fans agree.
1: Was there a I mean, uh, Jane Krakowski uh, cameo? no she was in the original she was yeah A lot of people dad says it. I'm she the best kisser dad says I'm the best kisser that was Jane Krakowski yeah mm-hmm you guys Kyle's nodding Kyle's nodding cousin, cousin Eddie's daughter cousin Eddie's daughter was Jane Krakowski on the, on the seesaw oh. yeah
0: really? yeah that's crazy I know the, the Cousin Eddie's incestuous lover.
1: <laughs> the new spinoff movie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Ancestry.com, sometimes <laughs> – it does get a little muddled sometimes where you start seeing – you start – sometimes you'll start seeing names recur in family trees, but it was like, oh, this person married a smith. But if you go far back enough, another person and you're married a smith. You know, there's a – well, back
0: then, everybody married their sisters and brothers, right? Yeah, it was, I mean, it was just convenient. There just wasn't, a, like, yeah. it, it was 60 miles to the next farm.
1: Why go, I mean. yeah, why go to the market when you yeah. can just go to the backyard? Right, right. Where you keep your kids. That's how I... Uh, I mean, the ones that you approach. thought to cover uh, in the winter. Right, 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 yeah. right. Good. Well, we solved that. All done. Uh, Mr. Helms, I adore you, and I always love hanging out with you. It's and such a I, pleasure, and Chris. I hope that we get to uh, do some more silly... Um, Uh, bluegrass covers. Amen. At some point. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Ed. Enjoy your burrito, everyone. Turn right.
2: Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. Look around. You can find cars like these on Autotrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Autotrader.